to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy and Tommy. Hey, how are you guys? Welcome, welcome to another show. Um, this is the part where I tell you, <coughs> excuse me, that we want to hear from you. We love to hear from you. And actually, it's working. All my uh, intros after intros after intros is finally getting through. We're getting more emails and reviews and Twitter followers and Facebook likes and followers uh, than ever before. And once again, our email... And we want uh, you to email us everything, anything, pictures, comments, questions, who you want to see on the show, who you don't want to see on the show. And if you want Kathy to go to hell, email us at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. If you love and Tommy and think he's so great, email us. Email us at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Strict Anonymous uh, on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And also, like uh, I always say, please write us a review on uh, iTunes when you subscribe to us uh, on the podcast. You know, if you if you're digging the shows, if you're listening uh, to them in the morning going to work, if you're listening to them at night coming home, sitting in traffic uh, about these poor motherfuckers with problems, baby. <laughs> there you go. This and you know what? Who I have a lot of people that like email me about the show and they email me what they think. And one of our biggest fans is my cousin. She was, I turned her on to one podcast recently, which was Phil's. Mm-hmm. And he happens to be our caller today. Um, and she had so many questions for Phil. And then uh, since then, she's actually been critiquing our show and she sends me emails all the time or text messages about stuff. By the way, she told me that she really likes you and she thinks that your stories aren't boring. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. So you'll like her. She knows I'm married, though, right? And it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, she's not like Jamie Chell, who I think wants, to, or no, there's somebody that always what was like. Her name? Jamie Chell. Jamie she Chell. insulted me on my Facebook page. Jamie Chell. Yeah, she go to our Facebook page. You could see her insult to me. She wrote it on my wall, by the way. Nice. Like, and then she was kind of like, oh, I didn't mean to. It's just like when you put something out there that's kind of rude about one person, but not, like it's a, it was a little passive aggressive of Jamie. But um, she wants to, she had a lot of questions for Phil. So I was like, um, why don't you call in to the show mm-hmm. and ask him questions because i actually got an email from him that wanted and he wanted to be on the show or he had a lot of stuff that he had a lot of opinions and questions and stuff about the show he started listening to all the podcasts and he had like a lot of comments about different callers he actually set up a twitter account it's mm-hmm. phil from craigslist or craigslist phil i think um and that's his like oh, yeah. alias twitter account for the show okay and um I told him my cousin had questions from him, and he was just like, oh, that's cool. I'll so this is going to be our first conference call podcast, <laughs> right? see if I could technically it, that, do it. Isn't that what it would, it, that's what we're doing? We're conferencing people on. Yeah, well, it's just more than it's. Yeah, I mean, so basically what we're doing is we're using more of the features and buttons on our smartphone. <laughs> You're going to have to show me how to do so it. Is, I don't know that I've merged. This is calls now before. becoming a high technology uh, podcast podcast here. Yeah, we're going to have her on asking him questions. And that's who's on the call. It's basically Phil. Uh, now he's on and Twitter. Us. Phil. Yeah, Phil, us and Stephanie. So those yeah. two are going to be on a conference call with us. Yeah, they're going to she's going to be asking him questions that she has to ask. He I don't know that Phil has engaged in any more things, but he is uh, he wants to talk about different callers that we've had on and mm-hmm. different sort of topics. Um, and I just felt because she had questions for him, we'd have him back on the show. Well, listen, I like having Phil on the show. You know, I liked his podcast. I, I admire him a lot for, you know, he this is the guy that is stuck by his wife who just, you know, she was just um, how would you say? uh Sexually, yeah, she's not into sex. She's a, uh, um, what's a one person? What do you mean a one person? It's uh, monogamous. No, no, no. It's, it's. uh, I'll I'll, edit this. I'll figure it out. But um, yeah, she's just not into sex. Someone who's asexual. Asexual. Right. Asexual. Yeah. Um, But um, yeah, no, I like him. He's calm. 
mm-hmm. easy talking guy, well educated. So uh, people loved his podcast. It was like people loved it from beginning to end. I think we had a good intro yeah. and a good outro, and we had like a really good call because Phil was like, what was so interesting to me is it just like unfolded, and it, the more it unfolded, the more sort of interesting it got. But there's a lot of things like if you just looked at his situation on the surface. You would you'd get a lot of controversy. A lot of people would just jump on it so fast and say, "Oh, what an asshole! He just wants he's to just cheat on cheater, his right. on his wife." Then that the page flips and you figure out what he's doing. And then some people will, "Well, he's still cheating." Then you find out he's act- not actually having sex with these women. He's just basically, what would you say, extended foreplay? Yeah, but then you find out the fact that his wife never has sex with him, ever. Yes. And then you think it's sort of a medical problem, but it's not really because she can orgasm and do all squirt. that. That bitch could squirt. I'm so jealous. You know how many times I've tried? I've bought videos. <laughs> I've bought toys. That's my, I am not going to die before I learn how to do that. Well, hopefully when you get <laughs> old and get your G-sized tits when you hit 60, <laughs> you'll start squirting all over I the, hope I put that podcast before that one. The Southern Florida retirement homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to squirt. It's a it's a goal of mine. But she could squirt, which and she have multiple orgasms, and she chooses mm-hmm. not to. Yeah, it's just a, I don't know, it's a weird situation. I, I, I don't know what to, uh, I don't have some crazy descriptive words but i'd be frustrated you know here i have a, a an attractive guy and uh, attractive girl and uh she doesn't want to have sex with me and uh and then when we do have sex she just kind of lays there like a robot and by the way happens. he sent me pictures of her i'm going to show you when we're on the call okay he sent me pictures like naked pictures but a lot of people send me pictures um we had that one caller who fucked other people from craigslist he was like a sex addict he sent me pictures of him remember during the call of him having full-on sex with with a man and a woman and um phil sent me a picture a couple pictures of his wife naked okay um no headshots and no frontal it was all from behind i'll show you when we're on the call okay um but he's still frustrated and i think that he's sending the picture it was kind of like look at what i deal with that's hot and i'm not bullshitting you i don't have some beat up fat disgusting wife right it's like she's very attractive and she's got a good figure um, but she doesn't want to have sex and Ooh. that's the problem. And Stephanie has a, my cousin Stephanie has a lot of questions for him. I think she's just perplexed by him. She she has a lot of questions for everyone now because now uh, that was actually the first one she listened to, and now that she's listened to everything, she's got opinions about all of them. So, um, but we'll have her on. I want to try and get her on the show more often to ask the questions and stuff. Um, she's got a lot of questions, so we'll get her on the call first. And then we'll talk to her a little bit, and then we'll get jo- Phil on. Phil on the call. Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back with Stephanie. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Stephanie. We're going to call you Stephanie because you never gave me a name to make up. I don't. Whatever. Stephanie's fine. Okay. So, Stephanie, everyone knows you're my cousin, um, but nobody knows who I am, so nobody will still know who you are. But you're very opinionated, and you listen to the show, and you're a fan, and I love your text to me with your two cents of a lot of things. You actually like Tommy and told me recently that his stories weren't boring. I like Tommy. I think you should let him talk more. Thank you. Yeah, I can't stand Tommy, but you'll have to listen to the beginning of this podcast to understand why. Nobody knows. I can't stand Kathy, but yeah, we're equally hate each other. So it's we're on the the good news is we're on the same page. I think that that's very important in a relationship. I think that's where we find common ground. Yeah, exactly. Like we either like each other at the same time or we hate each other at the same time. It's never one or the other. I think that that's a very even relationship. Well, I I don't think Tommy's boring. I think he has a lot of good points, but you don't ever let him say anything. Yeah, I know because I don't like his points, and sometimes that I know it, and it's wrong of me. And I get these, th- so I I know. So you that, get hate mail. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. But people that are hated, like it's not such a bad thing. I don't <laughs> think that that's a bad thing. I've been hated all my life. Girls in towns. Like that I, people I didn't even know in towns far away from me when I was in high school hated my guts and I didn't even know that. And I had to figure out, it must be a compliment because why would people hate me that don't even know me? 
your voice. Yeah, I don't mind when people don't like me either. I actually prefer it that way. You I prefer learned... when people hate you? It's it's a compliment. Well, like, I, yeah, I'm kind of an introvert anyways. I don't really, and people are fucking weird, and I don't want. You what? You kind of. Uh, the more people, yeah, people that don't, like, people that are weird, I don't want them liking me anyways, because I don't want to deal with their bullshit. So I think it's better. If more people don't like me, the easier my life is. Right. It's like kind of like Andy Warhol once said, like his hairdo weeded out the trash, like the way that he looked and his bizarreness. It just weeded out the trash. Like anyone that couldn't deal with that or would be judgmental. That was the perfect way to weed that out uh, immediately. So just be yourself and be a real person. And if people hate you for it, because most people are phony and they're like, have to be nice all the time, then at least, you know who those people are because they hate you. And I feel the same way. the phony people don't tolerate me at all. They get very frustrated with me. They want to cause a lot of problems. It's very weird. Right. So what is so? But you have a beef with like. Well, the first podcast you listened to was the one Phil, the Craigslist caller, who everyone loves. By the way, he's. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you had some questions, and I was like, oh, it'd be fascinating for you to call in and ask him those questions. So what is that you well, want to ask him? Because I don't know if I'm going to be able to have you both on the call. Well, my question is, why did he take the year off? You guys completely brushed over that. Did something happen? Did, like, a call or a meetup not work out very well? Because what is it that made him go from this, like, upping the ante every single time to now nothing over three years? And it wasn't the therapy thing with his wife because he had only gone to therapy a few times when he talked to you. You mean this last year? Or did he take a break in between? I don't even remember that podcast. Did he take a, You mean he's on a year-long break right now, right? Is that what you're talking about? No, on the first podcast that I listened to, he states in the beginning, oh, I haven't done anything for a year. But then why is he talking about it a year later? Um, because he's going to do stuff. I think yeah, he's they done wanted to get things. He wanted to get back on the uh, horse, sort of. So. Oh. Yeah. You didn't really listen. What are, Do you have any other questions? So or maybe we, didn't, we didn't I listen. Know. You didn't listen. Yeah, that's a good. See, Tommy just made a good point. I let him. Um, what did you have other questions for him? <laughs> do you have other questions uh-uh. for the uh, caller? Yeah, I want to know how often, like, how many hits he gets from these postings, if this is, like, a common thing that people do. And I was very surprised. I think I was mainly shocked by because he was the first caller, but now I've heard, like, the John and Stephanie story, so his is kind of mundane now, but, <laughs> like, how many... That whole thing is weird, by the way. Um, like, how many hits does he get on these postings? Is this like a large following of people that do this? Oh, you mean like when he puts ads for couples to come over and fuck yeah. in a hotel room and he watches? I know. I, I want to yeah. know, too. It's probably the same amount of people that email me back with their crazy stories. But, yeah, I'm, I'm curious, too. But he actually gets people to do it. So I would say he's oh. probably got to get a couple to get, like, actually one. I mean, it's just like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but how do you pick the couple? I don't know. We got to ask him that too. Tommy, remembering these questions? Yeah. I'll let you talk more since Stephanie wants you to. Um, <laughs> yeah, let Tommy talk. Yeah, th- thanks for letting me do this. So we want to ask him how he gets these couples. Okay, check. I'll, I'll mark that off. Yeah, remember these how things. He, yeah, how he picks them, how many hits he gets on these things. And does he do this every time he goes on his business trips? Obviously not. He hasn't done anything in a year. But you know what he asked me on Twitter? He's looking. He asked us to set up like a service, dating service through our podcast. Like, And I've talked about this before because I feel like there have been some callers that would be good to hook up with each other because they're kind of doing the same thing. Um, and this guy, Phil, is looking to um, hook up with other guests on our show because he's looking to get back into it for sure. Set him up with John and Stephanie. Yeah, right? We should fucking get them together. Yeah. Maybe Phil wants to, like, toss Stephanie around by her hair while she's screaming uncle again. Right, but I... Screaming uncle. I like that. Is that what she does? No. Uh, But I think John and Stephanie don't exist. I think he'd be better off with the other guy that was screwed, that found another guy on Craigslist and were fucking other people. This would be a way to find out if John and Stephanie exists. Exactly. Yeah. 
for the show. Or set them up with tuna and they can go rub each other's feet. <laughs> no, did you hear the call where our one guy want? We want to do a ple- We want to do a like a drive for tuna, a tuna telethon, where we raise money for him to get like a high end hooker that's gonna do him well and cheat him well in, of course, a state that's legal because we're not trying to hook up oh. anything illegal. Um, it's only legal in Nevada. Yeah, so really we want to do it nice in Nevada. What? That would be really nice of you guys. Send him to the bunny ranch. Yeah, totally. Or no, but we have to we have to bring the bunny ranch to him. Or yeah, we have to get we have to send him out to Nevada. I don't know where he's from. Everyone lies about where they're from and they lie about their name. So you know, maybe he lives there. I don't really know. But we want to get Tuna lead. We want to get um, we want to get Phil hooked up with couples. We want to get the truth out of John and Stephanie. Yeah, uh, we so want send Phil to John. Right. We want Dick Ramit. Did you listen to Dick Ramit's one? The one that wanted to do the orgies. Yeah. We need to hook him yeah. up with people because he's looking at I feel like he's on the right track, though. Who, Dick, Dick, Dick on Ramit? the right track. Yeah, he's on, he yeah. knows what he wants, you know? He's a scumbag, and he's ready to roll. But, but uh, what is his name? The old man with the escort girlfriend, Billy Bob. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. we called him Billy Bob, yeah. Yeah, help him because he's just a sugar daddy. He's not a boyfriend. Oh, Billy Bob. Oh, yeah, that was the one time that was really whipped to the girl that changed the yeah, locks and, and the he's keys. he's like, I pay yeah. for the apartment and stuff like that. But you know what? The, he He's old. She's probably young, and he knows exactly what's going on, but he doesn't want to believe it because without her in his life, he's back to probably playing shuffleboard down in Florida, you know? No, he had a wife. Yeah, she's a shuffleboard Yeah, but he partner. didn't like his wife. Yeah, he didn't like her. Oh yeah, they basically weren't together anymore at all. But yeah, he was um he was uh, like really whipped. I'm going to try to put you on the call. Our caller is going to call in any minute. I'm going to bring you on with. Him. You have to you have a couple minutes? Yeah. Okay, so you're on with Phil, me and Tommy. Hey Phil, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? All right. I love your tweets, Phil. You're like our first fan that started like an actual Twitter account. You're Phil. What's your Twitter account again? Phil, the Craigslist caller? Or who are Phil from Craigslist? Who are you again on Twitter? Yeah, it's at Craigslist Phil. Oh, yeah, you're at Craigslist Phil. So I was filling them in on, like, all the stuff that you've been emailing me and talking talking about. And But I have my cousin on the phone. We're calling her Stephanie. And you're episode was the first one she listened to and um she had a bunch of questions and that's when i said you know come on the show and ask so rifle off your questions to him again my first question was is how many hits do you get on these posts on craigslist ah mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Um, a disappointing few that are real, actually. A lot of them are just uh, copies of my ad sent back to me from a bot. Um occasionally I might see two or three real replies. It's, it's really quite few that are actually real. And how, if you were to get multiple responses, how do you pick the couple? Well, it depends on what I'm looking for. You mean like uh, just to watch them or like yeah. kind of ads? Well, them. how many well, ads are you? Like the massaging ads, the couples on in your hotel room, how do you pick? Well, the first thing I'm looking for is to see which ones are the most real. So I want to weed out all the fakes and scams and people who just want, you know, to get my contact numbers and email addresses and all that stuff uh, for whatever purposes. Once I make sure they're real, you know, then I'm looking at the picture to see if they look like somebody I'd be interested in meeting. You know, obviously I have physical preferences, as everybody does. I'm not going to go meet someone who's... um, you know, terribly obese or something like that. So, uh, you know, just trying to filter out based on those kind of criteria, you know, their availability, like if I'm traveling and they're not in the area I'm going to be in or I'm not going to be in their area, obviously I want to filter that out because uh, it's just not going to work practically. So, I mean, I, it's really just a, a practical process of elimination, just trying to find someone who's physically appealing to me, someone who's available and real. Those are the main criteria. Wow, this seems like a lot. Do you ever use other <laughs> websites other than Craigslist? 
I have used a couple in the past, but to be honest, there's most of them are that I've tried are paid sites, and they have not worked really well for me, or I don't have the patience to, you know, keep renewing it, uh, hoping that one day it might work. You know, it's. I mean, yeah. there's some other free ones too, but I just I don't know. It seems like Craigslist has the biggest audience and the most broad. It's true because I'm going to tell you I look for that's the the way that I look for my callers is I go through Craigslist and I've tried other avenues because Craigslist keeps deleting my stuff Um, and you know the most replies I get are from Craigslist I've tried Backpage I've gotten just like a very random very small amount from Backpage it's much more like promoted ads on there and then I tried Adult Friend Finders which I paid for and those assholes just keep charging your credit card and every time I pay for it my credit card my credit card sends me a text message like you're you're paying for prostitution or something some horrifying text they send me because they don't think that i really want this and like you know you're paying for an escort service they say we just want to make sure this charge is legal and i'm like fuck i didn't cancel right. that and i don't get much through adult friend finder did you ever try adult friend finder yeah i did and i've had several you know on and off i've tried it several times and it's you know, I, I chatted with a few people that seemed like they were real, but I don't know what it is in my area. I just can't find anybody that's uh, at least willing to, to chat and, and be legitimate. I mean, most people are either too far away or they're not really serious. They just want to play online and, you know, which is obviously, you know, that's fine with me. I do that, too. But, you know, if I'm trying to find somebody real, then that can be a real uh, bummer if nobody is going to respond and i'm paying for this you know it's just a waste right stephanie wanted to know but we thought you just took a break because it wasn't really a break you just didn't want to do it anymore because she was like why did he take a year off yeah can you say that again yeah why did you why did you take a year off like you know what i mean you said in in the podcast that you took a year off from you know doing whatever why did you take that year off well, part of it is, you know, I have a life and other things going on, so I'm not always available time-wise to go and do stuff. Um, a lot of times, you know, I might look around when I'm traveling for my job, something like that. So it's not all the time. I, I, I do travel, but it's not every week. So, you know, a lot of times there's lulls in my schedule that just don't work out just to make this work, you know. Have you ever thought about getting the apps like Tinder or OkCupid? Plenty of fish, those types of things. You know, I've heard a lot about those recently, and I haven't tried them yet. I, I downloaded Tinder on my phone. I just haven't set it up to try it. Uh, and I, you know, I do have a, a regular Facebook profile. I don't really want tied to that, so I have to go through all the trouble to set up another account if I want that. It's just such a hassle. I don't know. Maybe one day. What other questions, Stephanie? I'm trying to think. What were your other questions? I know. I feel like I had so many of them when I first listened to the episode, but now I can't think of them. Right, because what happened is she listened to yours as the first one, and then she started to listen to all of them, and then she had questions for all of of them. Oh, well, we were just talking about, would you be willing to meet up with John and Stephanie? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's a a great question. I was thinking about this myself, and uh, honestly, I don't know because I'm – my thing is I'm missing being able to give the pleasure. That's that's part of what's missing in my life. So the idea of being with somebody, even if it was some super hot chick, you know, not being able to get her off or focus on her pleasure just doesn't really seem all that appealing to me. Thank so you, Phil. On the one hand, I think, I think it would be really exciting on some level, you know, that if she's all that great and everything, sure. I'm sure that sex would be way beyond anything I've ever had in my life. But the idea of not being able to give back, I don't know. It's just it's a turn off for me. I don't I don't really know if I could do that. If, I'm not I'm not just a taker. Right. And guy. if people are listening that haven't listened to John's episode and I don't know if you remember this, I had a big conversation with John when he told me that Stephanie doesn't have orgasms. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, there's something wrong there. And he argues with me on that all the time. But that is like a weird, that doesn't even, I don't even understand that. So I understand why you wouldn't get pleasure out of that because what's, like you don't feel, like as a woman you want to make a man orgasm and as a man, a man wants a woman to be pleasured. And especially that's why you're doing what you're doing because that's, your wife doesn't give you that. Yeah, and that's the thing with my wife too. You know, I hear all the excuses of why no, not right now, I don't want to, no thanks. I don't need to hear that from somebody I'm trying to have an erotic experience with, you know. 
I, I don't. I understand that some people are okay not having an orgasm. I, I understand the concept. I don't get it. To me, it seems like a pointless exercise. That's exactly what I said. I sort of do. Yeah, I sort of understand the whole like sexual healer thing and, and how she's helping people. I get that. You know, for some people, maybe that's awesome. But for me, where I'm lacking the giving part, I just don't think that would work for me. Right. Um, you know, Phil, I'm I, I I'm showing Tommy. I mean, you and I. You don't know this, Stephanie, and the callers don't know this. But Phil sent me pictures, naked pictures of his wife, of just her ass and from behind. So I just pulled them up to show Tommy. And I'm assuming Phil, that's cool that me and Tommy look at them because you, you sent them to us, right? Like that's okay, right? I'm not sure. I'm never going to post them to anyone or anything like that. Right. Is that a problem? No, for us just to show us, and he wanted us to see like what. He has and how great it looks, but yeah, how he can't, he can't like, you know, satisfy her, right? That's the issue, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's just like the idea of, okay, I'm here, here's some sex, fine, I'm glad it's all for you, I'm fine, no thank you. It's very boring and very one-sided and no thanks. Are you guys still going uh, to therapy? Yeah, yeah, we are. Well, that's a shame. She's a very, very attractive woman, so. Yeah. Yeah, see, it just kills me. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, so much potential, it just blows my mind. Who out of our callers, if you could hook up with anybody out of all of our callers, because you listen to the podcast, right? Is there anyone that you'd be interested in making a connection? Because you did email me and say, you know, maybe we should connect people like my callers on the podcast because maybe somebody else has something that somebody else is looking for. You know, it's funny. Uh, I've been listening to a bunch of the past ones, and uh, the, the guy I relate to the most out of all the callers so far that I've listened to is Ray K. Right. I love wow. his attitude. I mean, it sounds like the, the guy thinks very similarly to the way I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, if, if any of them could be buddies, I would pick that guy. I mean... He, he's my favorite so far. Right, because he's a regular guy. I mean, we don't even consider him really cheating. And I know that you do these really bizarre things so that you don't feel like you're cheating. So you go like like you do these things that are really out of the box. Where Ray K, he's like, he doesn't, you know, he's kind of cheating, but he doesn't feel bad because his wife doesn't have sex with him. So he goes out and he gets full on needs met, you know, just and gets the real deal. For you, I think you have this weird thing. Like if you fuck someone, it's really cheating. So you do all these other things but that. But, you know, yeah, I think, you know, I have different limits than he does. And he's he's probably got a lot of different financial resources than me. So, I mean, from the sound of it, he's spending a lot of money on this, which is great because it gives him a nice quality experience. Yeah, and, totally. You know, sure. As a guy, I'm envious of that. But, you know, uh, he, he's got a similar situation where his wife's not into it. Uh, he's not looking to screw anybody over and he totally stopped if, if things picked up with his wife. And I feel very much the same way. Like I'm not trying to screw anybody over. I'm not trying to, to, you know, do risky things. I mean, obviously I have done a few risky things, but not health risky. And it's, I don't know. It's just one of those, it's a, it's a lose-lose situation either way I go. And I'm just trying to figure out, you know, how I can experience that little bit of eroticism without compromising all of my morals, you know? Right, but Stephanie asked the question, because we were hanging out, actually. I was with her when she listened to your show, and it's it's the same thing that a lot of people said. And I think the thing that most people were the most perplexed with or the most curious about is how you could think that you're not cheating with what you're doing. Do you still think you're not cheating? Right, Stephanie? Weren't you curious about that? Yeah. Yeah, I was confused on why... Like, internally, you didn't think you were cheating on your wife. Well, I, I guess maybe the way to look at it isn't that I'm not cheating. It's more of I haven't slept with anyone else. You know, granted, I've I've fingered other women. I've had experiences where uh, that were very sexual in nature with other people. Um, so I, I guess it just really depends on how I define it to myself which is probably part of my self-justification that, you know, if I define it very strictly, uh, then I'm okay. And if, if I define it differently, then, well, maybe I feel a little worse about it and try to keep it more of a secret. But it really just depends on your definitions and, and what you're comfortable with, I guess. Right. 
I mean, that's what I think we so we discussed that day on the call. But I know that most people, after they listen to it, well, yours was one of the most people's most favorite episodes. They loved it. I thought it was so interesting because you know you just kept revealing you know different things. Like you said, Stephanie, like they would he would escalate from one thing to another to another, and they just got a little bit more interesting. Is there anything that's coming next for you? Well, to be honest, I have gotten back into the online looking for people to photo swap thing again. And I think partially it's because I'm waiting to see what happens with the therapy. Uh, I really don't know that it's going to help. So far, it really doesn't seem to make much of a difference. And if it doesn't, well, then, you know, I've, I've tried twice pretty serious measures. And if it doesn't improve, then, you know, what am I willing to live with and what do I need to, to do you know, for myself. But well, what does that mean? Does that mean you're going to do full-on cheating or you're going to leave her? Like, when? You, like, what does that mean? What What would you do if it didn't work out, the therapy? I, I can't see myself leaving. I really like my life aside from the sex life, which I've found that a lot of guys are in that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. have any complaints except for the bedroom. Right. And that really kills me because, I mean, and, and to... I kind of did something that's a little bit mean, and I feel bad about it now, but I posted an ad on Craigslist. And I I basically faked it so that it was basically offering exactly what I was looking for to see how many guys I could get to respond and to see if a a whole lot of other people are in a similar situation. I've read polls and stuff before online, but I wanted to really hear, like, someone's words about their situation. Right. And, man, I tell you, I got got probably – almost a hundred responses to that ad before wow. finally flagged it took it down. Maybe and she maybe show Kathy had to write ads on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, I could send you guys a sample of like how I worded it and everything. But um, I mean I got so many responses and it's just these sob stories, man. These guys are, are in very similar situations. The wives either minimize or neglect it for sex life and it's like, come on. I mean, sex is a big part of a relationship. You can't just do that to someone. It's it's like a bait and switch. And you know what really pisses me off, and I'm going to get a little irritated with this part, is that most of the time, resources to help people in that kind of situation are geared for people who had a great start. They they couldn't keep their hands off each other. They had a good sex life when they first got together, and then it goes downhill. They, like, they, lo- they lost the spark kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well... What about what about people like me? You know, I never had a spark. But there what resources no are you talking like about? What do you mean? From. What do you mean resources? Like support or or books on it? You're saying like, it, what do you mean by resources? Yeah, like, like books, or any kind of books or resources or therapy, counseling, all that stuff is usually geared towards like rekindling the spark. It's and, true. You know, getting back what you had when you were younger and all that kind of stuff. Well, that was never the case for us. It started out sucky. I know, but so this is but Phil, been. you have to understand yeah. most people hook up and get married or check up because you know they have a full relationship with Lust. someone. It's very yeah, yeah. it's not it's a, you're a little it's a little rare that people go into a marriage with a bad sex life. That's really most most of the time that's the thing that keeps people together is really hot sex, and then when that goes away, people are like fuck, we don't even like each other as people. I mean that's the typical problem. Yeah. Okay, but your problem I, isn't I really typical. Agree. Your problem isn't really typical, know, so there's yeah. it's a hard. You're a very small niche, but just because it's not typical doesn't mean that there's not millions of people that could relate to you. You know what I mean? Even if sure. you're two yeah, percent of the population, that's a lot of dudes that are in your same position. Yeah, which is why I posted the ad because I really wanted to get other people's stories too. And you know, even if nothing else, maybe I'll write some of them back and just be like, you know. Here's my situation. I can totally relate. I'm so sorry. You know, maybe we can be online friends or whatever. I don't know. But, man, there's so many people that struggle with this, and it just kills me. I got a guy today that um, I get a lot. I, I got a guy today that wants to call into the show, and it's the same problem. It's a, it's a little bit different than yours. There's always a different spin on it, but it's that he's with someone, and the sex is really bad, and he doesn't want to cheat, but he is cheating. You know, that same thing. And like you say, it is a common thing because women or men are just very different sexually. I mean, you your wife has issues. So, you know, the good news is that there could be a, tur- I think, there could be a turning point if she gets help with therapy and she cracks through it. And, like, you know, it's not like, sometimes it's harder to bring the spark back. You know, sometimes it's like been there, done that, and you took its course. You guys never had great sex. Like, maybe great sex is in your future. You know, most people, you know, get so far from that, they can never go back. So, it could happen with you or it could never happen. I mean, you know. 
Right. Yeah, that's something I'm definitely hoping for. And the other thing I would rant a little bit about is when I talk to my situation about or about my situation with other people, um, not in person, but people I've met online or, you know, in a forum or something, and I try to lay it out there and explain what's going on. A lot of people are like, well, what are you complaining about? She'll have sex with you. Well, okay, but, you know, I could just go masturbate. It's not like I just need to get off. I want a lover that's going to be there and, and enjoying and sharing in the experience, not somebody that's just laying there. Right. Um, so it, it, it really irritates me when people are like, well, you have nothing to complain about. Well, that's easy for you to say. You probably have a much better sex life. No, I mean, even as a woman, if I was with a guy that was, I don't even like when guys go down on me that aren't, are just doing it for me. You know, some guys love to go down on you and then some guys don't. I don't understand that, but they're the worst guys to date. But if they, and then when they go down on you, it's like they're doing it for you and not for them. And it's like not fun. Like I don't want, like I'm very anti. So if I married somebody that was like that and wasn't coming, but they'd still put it in, it would just, it's, it defeats the whole purpose. I'm with you, Phil. It's just like, it doesn't, it's not like, oh, still good. It's like Stephanie fucking and not having an orgasm. It's like, it doesn't work. It's, t- it's that sex should be, a mutual attraction and a, you know what I mean? I totally agree with you that it doesn't, it's, it's not good. Yeah. And what makes it personal and more offensive is it's not like she can't, you know, uh, I understand women. Some women have a lot of problems with orgasm. I get that. There's clinical reasons for that. Biological reasons. No problem. If that were the case, I would have no complaint. This bitch squirts. But that's that, what you told that, us. She, yeah, she, she can squirt. She can be multi-orgasmic if she uses a vibe. Of course, toys are usually off the menu naturally. So she can, and, and actually pretty, pretty easily. I think I told you guys last time, like two minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm jealous. Deal, but it's like, no thanks, no thanks, not right now, no thanks. That gets old. Does she just have a baby? Could she be going through like some postpartum? I don't think so. I mean, it's been quite a while. Stephanie, are you still on the call? Sorry, I got Stephanie, are you still on the call? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. If you need to go, let us know. But if you have any questions, you could jump in, too. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm just listening right now. What? I'm just listening. Oh, okay. I'm jealous of her. I don't understand because it's like sometimes when people have never experienced the orgasms or anything like that, they they don't care that they don't have it because they don't know what they're missing. But she actually knows what it feels like. Right. So it's so bizarre to me that she wouldn't. It's like someone like tasting chocolate for the first time and then just saying like, oh, no, I'm not really that interested. Like, it's so weird that she can orgasm and she knows what it feels like, yet she doesn't want to have it all the time. Right. Yeah, I, I really don't get it. It makes no sense. And, you know, like John and Stephanie, she she can orgasm. She she can use a vibe and no problem there, but she chooses not to. Okay. Well, that's to me. I don't get it. Me it's either. not something I really understand. Why? Why do it? Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, you enjoy it. All right, but really, I mean, it seems pointless. So, I mean, it just makes it personal from you know from my perspective. Like, if I'm going to withhold something from someone that I could easily do, that's a shame on me. That's not their problem. Yeah, right. totally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a very personal offense. I, I, I mean, I feel unwanted because of it. It messes with your self-esteem. Uh, so many different impacts of this. It, it's really a pervasive problem uh, that affects more than just, you know, me wanting to go find some erotic experience somewhere else. It, it really affects me as a person. And let me explain to the callers in case, I mean, the listeners, in case they don't didn't listen to the first part. This is the only woman you've been with, right? Sexually? That's right. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, anybody for else. anybody that's going to judge you, and I talked about this on the first part, any They're dude is to say, like, you know, men and women, too. Like, we all have an ego, and we have this part of our personality that we want to feel like we're hot and attractive and sexy to somebody else. And, you know, if you've only had one person do it, like, it's just a matter of time before that part of you is going to seek it elsewhere. You know what I mean? And, unfortunately, that's, pro- that's typically the reason why women, I mean, men and women, I think, cheat for different reasons. And but uh, you know a woman when she cheats it's more so because she's not getting massive needs met at home. Um, a man will just cheat because he's fucking horny. But you're not that guy. You're really going out because like you have that part of yourself as a man that you just need to conquer women. And you know if it, even if it you know you'd be willing to do it just with this one, but you can't even do it with her. So of course you're gonna go out and look for other people. I understand. Yeah. And if I ever were to do anything else, I really want to do it in a way that I know this sounds cliche maybe a little bit or or maybe it's weird but I want to do it in a way that sort of helps other people out like I'm thinking 
I would be the perfect, you know, situation for like a single mom or a widow or, you know, somebody who doesn't want to go out and sleep around and do the party thing and all that. It just wants somebody who understands, who's in a different, difficult situation themselves and maybe can help in a mutually satisfying way. So that's the kind of mentality I have about it. Will I ever find that? I don't know. If I did, it would sure be a tempting thing. I don't know if I could say no to that. But so far, I haven't found it. No, but I think that that exists. I've always wanted to start an escort service for women. Um, You know, women like sex as much as men. Um, I know older women are women that are open sexually that, you know, they don't need to be in love with a man to have sex with him and orgasm. And, you know, but sometimes when you set up a booty call, because I've had long-term booty call situations and stuff, and you're always dealing with fucking bullshit. And it's so irritating. You're just like, I can't even get laid easily. Like, it's so annoying, you know? And so I sometimes think, like, if I was, you know, men could go pay for a hooker if they have the money. I'm like, I can't go pay for a guy. And I think you'd have to set it up differently for women because a woman needs to feel comfortable with a man and she needs to feel close to them. And But then if a woman could get to that place with a guy, it would be great for so many women to just have some guy that would come over, bang her, do her really good, you know, give her that physical attention and then fucking leave. And just like we have that same desire as men and without all the bullshit that you have to deal with regular guys when you're doing it with your friend or your ex and there's always like garbage to deal with. So I think you could find that situation with the right woman, but you should go on Ashley Madison because that's where cheaters go. You need another cheater. You know, you need a yeah, woman. I've been on there. Well, I did it once. Uh, and, you know, I, I did the whole month trial thing of that, and it did seem like there were some options in my area, but I, I never was able to connect with anybody, and it's kind of expensive, so I didn't renew it. Uh, I just gave up. Yeah, but it's going to be the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, you might have to put a little money into it, but if you find the right woman and the right situation, you could be like Ray K, who's basically living kind of a double life, but it actually helps his relationship stay together because what he's missing from his relationship that he's never going to get, not until that therapy kicks in, he's getting elsewhere, and he's a happy guy. Exactly. That's what I'm hoping for one day, uh, and I, I think I'm getting closer and closer to really being ready for that. And I think finding out what happens with the therapy is going to be the, the final straw with it. Um, but I don't know how much longer. Like, you know, I, I'm a patient guy. I'm not I'm not in a rush. There's no critical thing going on, but I am getting older. The clock's ticking. I don't want to waste my time uh, and throw it away. You know, I, I, that's sad. Yeah, I mean, you do have to enjoy your life as well. I mean, you're not, your whole life can't be devoted just, you know what I mean? You have to take some personal enjoyment. Yeah, and I think a relationship right. is like it's like if you it's like a pie and there should be equal slices. Like, you know what I mean? And each thing should be I don't think that some people have just like all sex relationships or they have just all no sex. You know, it, you have to have it has to be an equal part of that that relationship pie. I mean, you have to have a good sex life just like you have to be, you know, good communication and good companionship with each other and great friends. You know what I mean? All those things should really be a part of it. Sex is unfortunately one of those first things that go in a lot of relationships just because I think that being with someone for a really long time, sometimes it loses its luster if you don't really stay with it. You know, chemistry just goes, right? Yeah, it does. I've never been in a really long relationship. Stephanie, you've been in a long relationship, right? Weren't you with your boyfriend for like five years? Yeah, it ended great. Okay, we don't need to talk about the ending. I want to know, though. What happened? We could talk about that in a second, but what I want to know is, was the sex good the whole five years? No. (laughs) No. Was it good in the beginning? Yeah. I I was really young when I was with him. I haven't had a boyfriend in a long time. Okay, we're we're not we I, we know you have issues, and we could talk about that too on another call if you want to if you want to be a caller. We'll give Tommy. Tommy no. could give you help because you know you need a man's perspective. I think would help you. But um, you so the sex like after how long? Two, I've never been in a relationship for five years, so I don't know. Like wh- how when did it go south? Which is shocking to me, by the way. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Like probably three or three years. It got kind of boring. Right. So I think it's I think that happens a lot with couples. I think it's just hard to stay totally sexually interested in the same person for, you know, a really long time. But we have this need and a desire. and It's really nice to have companionship and to have a partner and to know that you have that. So I get why people still partner up and why people get married and why you want to stay with your wife, because there's a lot of I mean, it's not just about sex. Have, so have you ever thought about offering your wife to go have sex with somebody else? 
Yes, actually, I was just getting ready to say that uh, as a side issue. Um, uh, I found recently, especially after listening to like uh, John and Stephanie's story, that I really do find it a hot idea to share her with other people, you know, like do couple swapping or let her have another guy or whatever. I, I think that's hot. And I'd be open to that. How did that go over? But she would never do it. <laughs> yeah, I figured. She would never do it. Did... I, I couldn't even mention it. It, it would just. Oh, you did it mention it, right? Did you mention it or what? no? Oh, okay. No. I was gonna be like, she slapped you. Is she real religious? Yeah. Is like your religion gonna stop her from the Bible? Stephanie, come yeah, on. Let's be realistic, Tommy. I mean, no woman. Most you're. It's gonna be very hard to find a woman. Yeah, there, that's gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna go fuck another guy in front of you, and we're gonna yeah. start swinging. It did. That, that, that doesn't happen. That's not the norm. If you tell a guy, hey to your husband or your boyfriend, like, I want to have a threesome and bring another guy. Like, 99% of guys are going to be, like, throw a party. But it's <laughs> it's very rare that you're going to find a woman that's going to be like, yeah, let's bring another dude into our relationship. And if you ask most women, she'd be very insulted. I'd be so insulted if a guy's like, I want to see you fuck someone else. I'd be like, wouldn't you be jealous? Like, I don't want, I want someone that would be jealous. Like, you know what I mean? I would think something's wrong. Until I know, I but when I'm a swinger and I'm older, like, then, I'll, then it's a different story. If like you're swinging and it's a whole lifestyle, but in a normal relationship, that's not going to happen. And don't ever bring that up to your wife; she'll kill you. Yeah, that that wouldn't that. And wouldn't, that changed uh, for me. And that that view changed for me a lot because I used to be super not jealous, but just possessive. Like I could, I didn't even like it if she went to the gynecologist. Oh um, god. So you know now, now I'm like, yeah, this, this is a hot idea. I'm 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 cool with this. I, I wish that she would be interested in it because it would show me that she's sexual and has potential that, that's being tapped there and not just ignored. I think that just shows how, what, ha- like, maybe that's what happened with John and Stephanie, too. It's like you're, I don't think a regular guy in a regular relationship that was getting his needs met, even partially met with okay sex, would ever want his wife to be with another man. I think it's just a part of, like, your desperation to get her off or like to tap into that, that you could even go to that level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think, or am I wrong? Is it just great that he's could just watch his wife have sex with someone else and he's not possessive or jealous anymore? Mm, I, I don't know. That would look weird, right? I mean, that would seem weird. Well, what about, I mean, you're married. Yep. You would never. No. Right. But he got to the point where he was, like, super jealous, like, normal, right? Like, I mean, most men don't want to share their woman with another guy. They'll share with another woman. Even some of my guy friends would not even want their wife with another woman. I know a lot of guys even that don't want to share, like, they're weirded out. Well, it's a different story. Right. (laughs) After five years of dating someone. (laughs) I mean, marrying them. But um, I think, though, that I think it's just you just thinking so out of the box and you're having to go think. You're a very creative person. I think all these things that you come up with you know, are very creative. Like, you're like, have a dirty mind, even though you're like this religious, regular dude. You uh, probably, if you were with the right person and she was really into sex, you'd be having great sex because you think out of the box, you're open to a lot of different things. Well, you know, I wonder about that because honestly, I've sort of been trained to be used to what I'm getting at home. And I wonder would I really be good at sex with someone else who was really into it? I have no idea because I've never been in that situation. And I'm, I'm curious, you know, I'd love to find out for real how that would play out. You know, am I really, just because I'm open to stuff and, and, you know, good with a bunch of different scenarios and willing to do unusual things. Like, would that really make me a better lover? I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe you guys could send. Maybe you guys could send Phil and Tuna to the Bunny Ranch together. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a tuna telethon. <laughs> Ray K wants to set up a tuna telethon where we get him some cash to get because he felt bad for tuna. Just to get tuna laid by like a real woman that would really, you know, make him feel good about himself. Like you know what I mean? Because he he's got a, a couple issues. Um, so we could do that for you too. But I don't know. Are you ready to have full on sex with somebody else? If not, it's really close. Like really, really close. We'll take that. Like we'll take that as a along. yes. <laughs> Tommy says that's a yes. I, I didn't hear. I didn't hear Tommy. I said we'll take that as a yes. <laughs> That's a yes, because you started posting ads again, and you're starting in the beginning with, oh, I just want to swap videos, right? That's where you normally start from. 
Yeah, I mean, it was just chatting online and then videos and picture swapping. And, you know, it did escalate it a little bit from there, but I never really let it get too out of hand. Um, I So far, I've drawn the line at, like, watching other couples and doing the massage thing and whatever. But So you've done yeah, the no, massage really thing again? What was that? Have you done the massage thing recently? No, I haven't done anything like that around here. Um, partly because, again, in, in the area where I'm at, it's just hard to find real people. I mean, the ads that I put out there don't really get any real responses here. Uh, the, my, my best luck is when I travel. We should do like a, a, a you know, an unsatisfied sex guy podcast. Like we should get like a couple of those dudes that emailed you and do like a round table. Maybe you could start a support group, Phil. <laughs> yeah, you could be the, uh, the pioneer. Would, yeah. yeah, start one of those meetup groups. Yeah, why don't you do a meetup or why don't you do a podcast or you should like get you should wrangle those guys together and figure something out or write a book on it. You say that there's no resources. It's not a bad idea. I mean, I know there's plenty of audience for it and people need help and they don't get it because this is one of those things people keep quiet. Yeah, I think you should take this opportunity because you sound like like I love the fact that you say like you would want to help a lonely woman or like a single mom like you have that thing where you like to help people I have that thing too so I think like you should take your experience and what you're going through and share it with other people and the best way to do that is like write a blog or start a book and you could do that all anonymously just like you're doing this call that's true you know and it's a good way to funnel the energy so it's not all frustrating you know what I mean and in some way you're giving back and you're learning through your experience you know yeah, or we could do, like you said, on one of the recent podcasts that you're upset that polygamy is not a bigger thing. Like, let's just bring that back. That Don't work. you think? You know, I, listen, it's worse for women. <laughs> I know you guys, men, think it's so terrible, but you guys could all go out and find a woman anywhere that's just going to be with you no matter what your situation is. But for women, it's tougher because we are born to believe that men are going to be monogamous and we're constantly devastated when... <laughs> Our men aren't, and it's terrible. And as much as my mind understands that it's a ridiculous concept and all these things, and I understand the nature of it and stuff, it still bothers me if someone cheats on me. You know what I mean? I, I, because I can't help it because I was raised in this time. If I was raised in a society where that's just the way that it was, it, I would be okay with it. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a terrible right. bullshit thing that you know, I think needs to be resolved somehow. Men will be happier and women will be happier. I'm not saying that it could come and go, it could come about now because women wouldn't be able to deal because of, you know, we had these, this shit shoved it down our throats. But, you know, if it's just the way that it was, it'd be fine. And you know what? Men, sure. men are kind of irritating. I mean, this is the thing for women. Like women are much better. Like women, it's like women together get so much accomplished. You know, men like could do like one thing. They go out, they, they, they make the money, they come home and they fuck you. Like, and those are the two things that men are really great for. They support you and they give you pleasure and they give you babies. But besides that, a lot of women are always trying to get these things from guys that they're just not capable of giving. But you're, the, the women do it for you. You know, the, like, and so I think when women get together, they get a lot more accomplished. So if you have five women in a house and one guy, I think the women would be more satisfied too because they'd get their womanly needs met from their women friends and they'd get the, the, the stuff that they need from a guy from a guy. But a lot of times women are looking from stuff from their husbands or their boyfriends. That they're not finding it. They're not getting it because guys aren't that way. Yeah, so. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're just not. But women are. Yeah. And when women get together, they get a lot of fucking shit accomplished. You know what I mean? I go to my sister's house and I Absolutely. help her with her kids way better and her parties and stuff than her husband does. He's just like a selfish asshole sitting on the watching TV. But that's just how guys are. And it, that's a nature thing too, I think. Like a man goes and he works fucking hard and he pays the bills and then, you know, yeah. and that's and what you get. Listen, I got a problem with that statement. You said he just sits on his ass. Well, it's like that's I mean, what you but, look. That's how a woman looks at yeah, it. Yeah, that's how the woman looks yes. at it. But you know what? That really pisses me off because the guy goes out there, okay, and it's the arrangement, you know. The guy goes out there every day to make sure the lights are on, there's food, we have clothes, we're living like normal people, uh -huh. there's friggin' health care, there's You're everything providing there. for your family. Absolutely. And then when I want to come home and sit on the couch, I don't want to be given, you know, shit. You know what I mean? I think... That's why, you know, five, six, seven days a week worth of work, I think that buys me the right to be able to be that guy that sits back and say, you know what, I'm not doing a damn thing today. Don't ask me to do anything. And that's it. 
Right, but a woman wants to talk and she wants to have a conversation and, you know, all these things. So well, I think if other women are, were around, they could go do that with the people and then the guy could be the guy. Exactly. You know? And it, it's tough because I know I get irritated by men all the time and I think it just dawned on me recently. Like, it just, these are just the way guys are. You know, there's certain things that guys bring to the table for women and the rest of the stuff that I need or women need, they could get from women, you know? And I really yeah. think when women are together in a group... They could do a lot, and a man is just not that same person. So I think if you get a group of women taking care of one man, I think women would be happier as well as the man. The man gets what he wants, which is a variety, and a woman gets what she wants, which is companionship, friendship, people to talk to, plus a man who gives her stability and security, you know, and when he wants to sit there and watch TV and not talk to her, she's got her girlfriend in the house that she could go talk to, his other wife. I don't know. I'm not going to advocate for polygamy. I advocate for I don't it. And we in can't, it. We, right? Not in, but you know I just want to go on the record. A, listen, you don't I just want to go on. It would be a better place. I, I don't believe in polygamy, no. And for one reason. Yeah, why? Children. I think it's just weird. Well, what about polyamory couples? Have you ever thought about that, uh, though? Yep. I thought about it and I don't dig it. No, I, but Tommy, my point is that. If it was just the way that it was, I'm talking 500 years. I don't say polygamy tomorrow. I mean, but it does have to start somewhere. I'm talking that if it was just the way that it was and every kid in school was from a polygamy. Well, that's, different. that's what that's I mean, different. though. That's what if I'm talking about. everybody was the same, yeah. But that's that... what I'm talking about. So okay. do you believe in it if it was just the way that it was? Well, I wouldn't know any different. Right. But don't you think it would be better? I don't know. You think this I kind do. of bullshit is works? I... No, it doesn't work. Nothing yeah, works. I... Everything well, is flawed. Everything's back. flawed. All right, Tommy's now, in a bad mood, now too. Now it's a foreign idea, though. What? <laughs> now it's a foreign idea, though, where in the past it wasn't. So yeah. people have been trained to think that's bad. We're much more individualistic now, and the culture is, has shifted away from that. So it's going to take a, another big shift to go back to something like that. Yeah, but no, but I think we're shifting. First of all, Hugh Hefner had that show where he was dating three women. That was polygamy. Like, it's coming. Like, he's he's one of the, he's starting it. And it, there's shows is on TV. Is he still alive? Yeah, he is. <laughs> he married one woman, though. But, I mean, I think that we're, I think the younger generation is much more open and things are changing. And I think in hundreds of years from now, polygamy absolutely will be back. I think that marriage is on its way out. I think so, too. Yeah, I believe it's on its way out. I think the younger generation are a lot more open and different. And they're just realizing that, that these old kind of things that we do women women were so sexually suppressed for so long too you know a lot of that's gone now too oh totally way more sexually advanced than men are and and are going to totally surpass them uh, you know with with their sexual prowess so there's no doubt in my mind that stuff like this is going to come back but i mean we're just so narcissistic now like everybody's trained to find what they want what makes them happy nobody's able to you know, really be part of any kind of community type relationship. Yeah, we were talking um, today in my building about like how Europeans, I mean, we all live in America, right? And we're talking about, we have people all over the country listening to our podcast, I mean, all over the world. And, you know, in other countries, like people don't get married as much as we do here. In answer to them, they have like LAT relationships. They call them LAT relationships, living apart together. Um, they also have communal living where people all live in a commune together. And it's just not this like weirdo thing where one person and another person force themselves to see each other every day and they fucking hate each other's guts at the end. You should hear how my parents talk to each other. It's so vile because they've been trapped with each other for like 65 years. My mother will tell my father to shut up. Like it's so, and it's like, I think it's kind of unnatural because they've just been trapped with each other for so many years. It's just like, how could you like somebody if you see them every day for 50 years? But you know, other countries and other societies do it a little bit different. And I think that they're just a little bit more progressive. We're a little virgin-like here in America. Yeah, the stereotypes are changing. Thank God. I, I think it's a good thing. I hope for my children and for the, the, the children 500 years from now that they're not talking about fucking cheating and women. Because I think it's worse for women. women. I really do. I think it's, uh, I think it's fine for men because all men fucking cheat. I think it's worse for women because it's um, you know, the jealousy that you feel and the feeling that your guy's going to be leaving you any minute for every girl that walks by and he's checking out her tits and her ass. and It bothers women. I, and I, it's very, I, it's, it takes up a lot of unnecessary time. Yeah. Fighting about this. And, mm-hmm. you know, and there's so much other stuff to do. And, you know, jealousy and, it, yeah. Right. But women can't help it because we're taught to believe that w- no. this one man is just going to love us and that's it. And then a 
pair of 22 year old tits walk by and you see your guy look and it's like you know and it's like um it's it's tough so i think it's worse for women so i wanted to come back for women um and i think well, here's another problem yeah uh, the other thing is I have talked to a lot of women online uh, over the years, mm-hmm. and I can tell you a whole lot of women are having the same problem that I am, where their husband is the lazy, selfish uh, person in the bedroom, you know? And there's a lot of women out there who are, are the higher drive. They're, like, wanting it all the time and not getting it, and that just blows my mind. Like I can You need one of that. I, yeah, we want yeah, we want one of those because exactly Phil right. Phil also was talking to me, Tommy, and sent me an email that we, we we need more women callers, and we have had a couple of women callers. I just because I'm posting on Craigslist, I don't get as many women to call in. Um, I know but, next show we're gonna have uh, Stephanie call in and talk about her breakup of her five year relationship, right? Tommy wants to know and help you. I think Tommy can no. help you. I want to know what happened. No, not now. Not. Another shit. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. You know. But I think All right, well, maybe another day, but I gotta walk into work. Okay, All bye, right. somebody. Thanks for being on. Phil, you stay All on. Right, bye. 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 Um, yeah, do you have emails from those women? Send them to our podcast. Yeah, and I, I really want to hear from more of them. I mean, I think it would be really awesome to hear some stories from women because they're doing stuff too. It's totally. Not just the guys. So it's really cool to hear from the female perspective. Like, what is it like to be with a guy who is the stereotypical married woman, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how does that work? How do they cope with it? Yeah, totally. They cheat, too. Um, how did you find these women? Like, I put, I, I put my ads on Craigslist, and I just get m- mostly men. I got one. I got a couple hits from women on Backpage, actually. But they were, like, people that had escort businesses and stuff. But I, I would like to find the women with those kind of problems. I'm doing some more advertising on social media, and I need to try and get my people um, other places other than Craigslist. Because Craigslist, I only get guys. Yeah, well, it takes a lot of effort. You can find women on Craigslist. The problem is you have to go to a lot of different areas, and it takes a lot of time and effort. So, like, if I'm looking around for something, I mean, I'll go all over the place. So I'll go to every major city and post an ad there, or I'll look at the ads that are there and try to respond to them. And you you got to really invest some time. You can find real people. Right. And, you know, I even still stay in contact with a couple of ladies that are, are great. I mean, uh, they they talk to me still to this day and will tell me about their sex life and their frustrations. Why don't we get one of them on our show? On <laughs> I actually talked to some of them about it, and uh, nobody has seemed very eager to do that. I don't know why Everybody's with the scared. women what the deal is. They're, they're scared to open up. Yeah, I think, too, what I found and what I think that um, women talk to each other. Women and with their friends are very open. And, you know, women always talk to each other about their problems. I don't think men do that as much as women. So I think that there's more of a need for a man to call them and be anonymous and sort of dump his shit out someplace because men don't really talk with each other about stuff like that. Whereas women, I don't think, have that need as much because even if they aren't talking to all their friends, most women have at even one friend that they could confide any anything in that's just how women are with each other so i think women have less of a need to call in and talk to a stranger than a guy does yeah i can see that you know so that's unfortunately Mm -hmm. why it's been you know mostly men but i always look to get women um you know and uh hopefully we'll have a woman on next week i mean i get emails every day for my ads is there anything else you wanted to bring up that you didn't bring up uh, I think that was most of the stuff that I had taken notes on. I mean, there's so many things I could say about some of the past episodes. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I, I would totally love to be buddies with Ray Kay for sure. Um, and I got to go back and listen to some of the even older episodes. But I mean, I, I enjoy you guys. It's great what you do to get people talking. And uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. Awesome, right. Phil. I love your Craigslist Twitter account. I love when people interact with, with the show. I think that that's great. Um, and we'll definitely have you back on. Let us know when you lose your virginity and go all the way with somebody. And um, <laughs> if Ray K listens to this and wants to uh, be hooked up with you, I'll put you guys in touch, okay? Awesome. That's great. All, all right. right. Have a good, good one, luck, Phil. Phil. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So there you go. Yeah. You know, I could talk about that stuff for hours because it's like that whole cheating thing, men, blah, blah, blah. It's like a a big problem. It is a big problem, you know, and it's. You want Stephanie back on, though, to find out about her thing? Yeah. She listens to the podcast. How do we get I'm going to just tell her. I'm going to force her to do it. She's got to come on. We want to know. I mean, and, and you can tell by her voice that she's a little bit younger and uh, that I want to know what happened in 
you know, a relationship of five years, was it? Yeah, she said five. Five years. And then she said it ended well. What did she say that you could... She was like, oh, and and that ended real well, (laughs) (laughs) which means not so much. Um, She also had an interesting experience with a guy recently that I thought, with sexting and stuff, that I thought was interesting. She's an interesting person. We could pick her right. You wanted me to get her on the show? Yeah, I think... Give her a shout out right now. She's listening. Uh, Stephanie, Stephanie, you know who you are. <laughs> uh, we want you on the show. We, we want you on the show. We want to dedicate one podcast just <laughs> just to you. Now that you've you've um, let all our callers listen to, uh, we, yeah, I want to know five years. What what happened? What did you, what did she do? What did you do, Stephanie? Just so you know, I want to give a shout out to Stephanie. Stephanie was the winner of the cold cock co- contest. She was yes. at a midget. I'm going to post this on Facebook. She went to midget wrestling. Okay, and she they were promoting midget wrestling and cold cock. Yeah, can you believe cold cock American herbal whiskey? Yeah, so she gets a t-shirt. And she flashed a picture uh, from it on the bar. So yes, she gets a t-shirt. But she was also like, "Hey, Kathy, you should have um these midgets on." Like girls were trying to bang them. So I'm gonna look to get a midget on that gets a lot of ass you, because you apparently these midgets fuck a lot of people. All right, stop saying the M word. Oh, you don't like... Is Appar- that your thing? No, it's not my thing, but apparently that is a derogatory word. But they call it midget wrestling. Yeah, well, that's not nice. But the website is like midgets or okay, us or you something. You just saying it. I think they're called little people. No, but they have a website. I know, but I'm telling you that the the PC word is little people. Oh, I, wait. I they call it... Uh, it's actually micro wrestling. They yeah. call themselves micros. Okay, but I yeah, I, I think the the word that you were saying midget is is considered very offensive. Should I bleep it out? No, I mean we're discussing it. So, so what you is didn't so little know. people? Okay, but just little so people. you know, little people are are like people want to bang little people, and I want to talk to these little people players. Because there you go, get all your little people in. Oh no! Look on their w- website, micro. It says midget wrestlers. They call them midgets. We could call them midgets. We're okay. It's um, on the website. Okay. I mean, that's like there wouldn't be have a N word website. I don't like that word. Right. Like they wouldn't have that kind of uh, like uh, you told me fag wasn't a nice word. No, it's not. Right. So they wouldn't have like that on a website if it wasn't bad. But Mm. on this, they have midget wrestlers. That's why I don't think it's bad. Okay, but I'm just telling you in the rest of the world, not in that entertainment spec. Yeah. That it's seen as offensive. Well, we want one. I'm going to try and get one of these guys. We do not want to offend little people. They're not going to be offended. I'm going to get one on. I want to get one on and find out what kind of girls want to fuck them because I think it's just regular girls. She told me that these girls, there were so many girls trying to get with these little people wrestlers. <laughs> Can you believe? I want to talk to And it. I bet you that you get like a slutty midget wrestler. I want one on the show. I'm going to go after it. And then Stephanie was like, she wants to work for the show. And I was like, oh my God, you could be our intern. She's like, could I get paid? Interns I was like, don't get paid. Bitch, I don't get paid. It costs me money. This podcast actually costs me money, but I love doing it. So it's fun. And we need a girl on the show, so maybe we'll have her. Or if not, if you're a girl and you have a problem. Email us. Um, and if you want to see uh, the little people wrestlers, you want to hear about you know, their uh, I'm on sexual it. experiences or what type of women or, or men, come on to them. And also, if you want to get Stephanie on the podcast like I do, uh, email us. And we'll take a poll how many people want her on. And you can email us at gmail at gmail at uh, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail dot com strictly anonymous podcast at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at strict anonymous, and uh, you know always take our jizz quiz that's uh, that's up there. And um, obviously, you're sus- <clears throat> I can't even talk now. You're subscribing to us. Do us a favor and write us a review on iTunes. You know I'm. Sound like a broken record sometimes, but uh, it, it matters. You know, it matters to us. It it helps us uh, direct the show in a way where you know, in the way that you guys want to hear it. Great. You know? We'll be back next week, hopefully, with a girl, Stephanie. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.